After World War II, from 1946 to 1964, a new breed was raised up. A strong clan of brilliant, fearless, invincible people. Ones who believed they could do anything. Who changed the very culture of the entire world. This clan is the tribe known as the Baby Boomers. But somehow life happened. The J.O.B., the family, the kids. For some, divorce, remarriage, more kids, moving, new jobs, layoffs. And then the very people whose motto was, never trust anyone over 30, suddenly passed that age and now are doubling. Many now with dim vision, lost hopes, and broken dreams are fearful that it's all over and the only thing that's left is regret. But out of the ashes was born Bobby the Boomer. His mission is to inspire belief, rekindle his clan's fire, to revive the hopes and dreams of his tribe so they will rise up once again to surpass their glory days and achieve even greater things now. Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Nope! It's Bobby the Boomer! Bobby the Boomer! Hey! Bobby! Bobby boy! Yes, Grandpa? Go fix it the world! Here's Bobby. Hello, this is Bobby the Boomer, the baby boomer's buddy, ambling down the long and winding road that leads back to Chattanooga. And, uh, yep, I'm on my way back from Murphy, North Carolina. They sent me back out here to look at some stuff, and now I'm on my way back to Chattanooga, Tennessee. And I thought I'd make a couple of podcasts, if I could, at least this one. Anyhow, I waited, listened to a bunch of music on the rough roads, and now we got the really nice pavement. I thought maybe there wouldn't be as many rough road sounds as I make this episode. But anyhow, so what I want to talk today about well, what I want to talk about today I said on my last episode if you were tuned in and if you weren't please do subscribe on the platform of your choice and if you subscribe every time a new show comes out you will be notified and you won't miss one not even one and you'll even know what I'm talking about when I say the last episode and if you don't and you want to then go ahead on the iTunes or the listening platform of your pleasure and scroll down and you'll see a list of shows and you just look at the titles and if I say something like the title of the last episode was your calling you can listen to that and see what I'm talking about when I said hey last episode I said I would make this episode Anyhow, that's a lot of stuff just to explain a little bit of something. So today's episode is going to be, why am I still here? Why am I still at the J-O-B? Why am I still working for the man? Why am I 65 years old as I'm making this here right now and still working for somebody else? Yeah, I know folks say that we got to get out of this here a corporate slavitude or whatever they want to call it and uh, get do your own thing well that is good i'm not arguing with that there's a many years that i was angry that i didn't go and do it and i got to thinking as i started getting a little older and i I don't know what it is about chattanooga but it sure is helping me to grow as a human being in many many ways learning lots of things that i haven't learned before and how to handle a lot of issues and a lot of problems in my life or personality so to speak that i needed changing in or changing of changing from i don't know how you say it but i needed a change to be <laughs> a better person and something about chattanooga is just helping me maybe it's the people maybe it's the atmosphere maybe it's a beautiful creation of mountains and all that i don't know maybe i'm just older and getting uh, maybe i'm ready 
<laughs> sometimes, you know, like with having your own business or being on your own or doing your own thing, sometimes we just ain't ready. I thought it was because, uh, I don't know, maybe I was afraid, maybe I was a little angry and, uh, you know, things weren't happening as fast as I wanted them to, and uh, maybe it was because I was scared of success, maybe I was scared of failure, I don't know, maybe I just... Uh, didn't think I could do it. Whatever. I had a lot of excuses, but uh, there are actually some certain reasons or actual real reasons why I didn't. And I'm going to share those a little bit today, why I'm still working as a biomed in a hospital. All these years, uh, instead of being rich and famous and on my own. <laughs> well, you know, that's sometimes that's good. <laughs> Some, I'd rather be rich and not famous. I'm going to explain it to you, try to make a short work of this here long story. I'll make a short story of this long work. Anyhow, I'm going to try to not take too much of your time because it is a getting towards the weekend and want you to enjoy that because I want to enjoy that too. Yes, indeedy duty I do. So, so what is the deal? Why am I still at the J-O-B? Well, I was thinking about how to explain that without going into a whole bunch of trying to make excuses and blaming somebody else for why I couldn't do what I wanted to do or wouldn't wasn't doing what I should have been doing. But then I got to doing that show, You're Calling. And I feel like a lot of times the things that I do to encourage and to help people, hospital's a good place to do it. Man, there's a lot of sick people in the hospital. And some are physically sick, some are mentally sick, some are spiritually sick. That's the whole world right in a whole bucket, in a whole pile of the world, pile of people. But anyhow, hospitals got a lot of people that you can help if you want to help them in uh, physical, spiritual, or just a regular encouraging ways. There's a lot of people that need help, and they're right there. You don't have to go one at a time and find, you know, go out in the street and find them. They're right there. You walk in the door, and they're everywhere you turn. Yes, they are. So I got to thinking, what is my calling? Well, I said I like to help people. I sure do like telling stories. I do like having Bobby the Boomer, the podcast, and and I'm hoping someday that I will be coaching people, coaching folks to where I can encourage them to get their message out, like my mentor Sam Crowley does. He teaches people how to do podcasts. I might just send him his way because he knows how to do all that stuff. And I'm just not really wanting to teach people how to do podcasts. I can teach you uh, or encourage you to have one and why it's a good reason. And then I can point you to either Sam Crowley or other folks that know the technical stuff and how to do that and all that there stuff like that there stuff but i like to do that or encourage you to go for your goal your dream your passion whatever it is whether it's even working for the man or doing something completely different for somebody else or for yourself i'd like to be doing that full time i sure would but for now you know I got to thinking about that. There was a Star Trek movie when old Spock, he died, and he got shot out of the old shuttle or whatever, torpedo bay, and, and he got reborn. I think it was the Genesis Project or something like that. I'm not sure. I'm not up to, I like Star Trek, but I'm not, like, memorizing all the shows and everything. But anyhow, at one point, him and Dr. Spock was talking, well, Dr. Spock wasn't talking to himself. So Spock was dying, and he was in an isolation room there, the glass so everybody else would be safe or so he'd be safe from them or whatever however that goes an isolation place and doc mccoy was there talking to him and he was he was 
they always fighting all the time on the show. They always had this little thing going, but they really kind of liked each other. You know what I mean? It was one of them kind of love-hate relationships. But anyhow, so Spock and McCoy, Dr. McCoy was talking. The line that sticks in my head was, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. That's what caused him to get into the predicament that he was in because he did something to save the planet or the world or the universe. I don't remember that, but I know he did something where he thought about everybody else except for himself. Sometimes we got to self-sacrifice to do things for the betterment of other people. Now, some people, they're just selfish and they just do everything for themselves. They don't care about how it affects their significant other, their husband, wife, uh, kiddos, their mom, their dad, whatever. They just do whatever they want to do and they don't care because they want to do it. Well, I don't say that's real good. Sometimes you got to do something for yourself over doing things for other people because it's good for you. And it's not necessarily being selfish. It's just sometimes it's kind of like if you were in an abusive marriage, you don't want to keep letting the person that's abusing you do that because uh, they might say they love you and you might love them, but it ain't helping you none. You need to get on out of there and you need to take care of yourself. Get what I mean? So that, I'm not saying you should never ever go out on your own. I'm not saying if you do go out on your own that you're being selfish. No, I am not saying that at all. I am saying that sometimes that's just the way it should be. But then again, sometimes you got to weigh out the needs of the many as, as opposed to the needs of the few or you. And you got to figure out, well, let's see, if I go out here and do my thing and... Uh, don't get successful or fail or lose a lot of money and that's going to affect my family because I won't be able to pay the rent, won't be able to pay the electric bill, we're going to be in the dark, we won't have any food, but I'll be doing my dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's uh, not a good idea. And sometimes you say, well, you know, I don't particularly like this here job, but it's a good job and it pays pretty well and it's taking care of my family and I want to take care of my family. So you got to think about that. You weigh those things out. And sometimes you got to think, well, you know, maybe I ain't ready. Like I was saying for me, maybe I just wasn't mature enough. You know, I think if I had got all the money and things that I wanted to do when I was trying to do my own business back when I was 20, 30, 40, 50, <laughs> even up to 50, even up to a few years ago, I think I would have probably just turned into a real not cool person. You. Would have been a, kind of a jerk. Sometimes you got to think, you got to weigh out. What is most important? You got to weigh out. Are the needs of the many more important than the needs of the few or you? Or are the needs of you more important than the needs of the many? Sometimes, you know, you can't please everybody. And if you're worried about how other people are going to think when you do what you want to do and how you feel, outside of being totally selfish and a nasty person. But if you really just considering, well, what, how's, how's everybody going to think about it if I go for my dream? If I want to be a singer, and what if they don't like it? Or what if they, and you're not hurting anybody, you're just going for your dream. Well, you know, you got to stop worrying about what everybody thinks or what everybody's saying. Because, you know, most of the time, the people that are the most negative, the ones that haven't tried anything. They're stuck in wherever they're stuck and they don't like people that venture out. It makes them feel bad. So the way, uh, like the old 
crabs, the Conaconi County, Cody, 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 whatever it is, a Hawaiian crab. There's a crab that if you put them a whole bunch of them in a bucket, they start to climb out. If one almost makes it, the other ones will just yank them back in. Well, human beings are kind of like that. They don't like seeing other people succeed. I don't know why. Instead of cheering them on and saying, how'd you do that? I'll have some of that, please. They get all upset. <laughs> so don't worry about it. If some, if you want to go for your thing and people are critical to you, but on the other hand, don't also let the people that are that have figured out how to break free and are doing their own thing. Don't make that. Don't let them make you feel bad by constantly saying you're a slave and you're stupid and you're working for yourself or whatever negative things they say, trying to guilt you. Don't feel guilty if you are in a place where you just can't get free from it right right, right away. And it might also be, in my case, what I figured out, you know what? I do like helping people. I do love my wife. And since I went to school in my 50s, I don't know if I told the story. Maybe I'll tell it some other time. But I went to school in my 50s, and it just did not work out. I ended up with a whole bunch of student debt and had a cash-in retirement. So here I'd be, 65 years old. No debt, but no retirement either. So... Yeah, I'm working at a place that pays good money. Yes, I could try other things that would make a whole ton more money. But you know what? I do like helping folks in the hospital. I like fixing things. And with this whole COVID craziness, it seemed to highlight the fact that maybe that is part of my calling that I talked about the other day or the other episode. You know, maybe that is part of my calling is to work in a place where people need healing where people need encouragement, and there's a whole bunch of them. I just walk up and down the hall, and it ain't no problem finding people that need help. Nope, 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 no problem at all. So, why am I still here? I believe, and I know this might sound to some of you folks like a cop-out, but I believe this is where the Lord would have me to be for right now. Now, I've asked. I remember in the Bible, Paul had some kind of affliction or some kind of trouble that he talked about. People speculate on what it was. I ain't going to do that today or any other day for right now. But he asked God, he said, I asked God three times to release me from this. And God finally said, my grace is sufficient. So he said, no. He said, deal with it. So basically... You know, I've asked God to get me out of here. Get me out of here. But for whatever reason, I have been uh, here. I'd say stuck in my old days with old language. Here I am stuck. But I don't think of it as stuck now because I look at the higher purpose and the higher calling of how many people I've been able to encourage, how many people I've prayed for, how many people I have actually helped to feel better physically, spiritually, and mentally. And sometimes I just see just an encouraging word. I see how their whole countenance of the face, it's just they go from down in the dumps, gloomy, doomy, and all of a sudden they're really happy and smiling and feeling good. So I think that's part of my purpose. I think I am doing a good thing. I think I'm helping my family. I think I'm going down maybe to what some would say too safe of a place. Uh, but I don't know, because uh, <laughs> things can happen where you could lose your job in a second. Yes, you can. But entrepreneur is a little tougher because you got to go without. Sometimes you get a big good month or a good week and then a no, no week at all. And that's very stressful. <laughs> Some of us ain't ready for that. 
So, please don't be hating on me for that. If you are, and uh, if you are, well, uh, God bless you. <laughs> God bless your heart, like they say down here in Chattanooga. And I just move on with my old thing, because what you think of me ain't none of my business. I'm just going to be about my business. going to be about my father's business, and I'm going to be doing what I feel I'm called to do for right now. That's why I'm still here working at a J-O-B. Uh, I'm not starving to death, and I ain't uh, flowing in overflow either, but I'm doing okay. And take care of my family like I'm supposed to, and God is good, and I'm having a good today. I hope you are too, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. That's what I have for you today. This is Bobby the Boomer, the Baby Boomer's buddy. I hope you will come back for another episode soon, as soon as I put it out. So, until then, goodbye, and God bless!